I pride myself on knowing nothing about One Direction, okay? I didn't know their names. Uh-huh. I didn't really know their songs. I knew that they were on the radio, but I couldn't tell you the difference between them yeah. and whoever else, okay? I knew, like, I know, like, two of their names. Right? And yeah. that's, I mean, I knew Harry because of Taylor. And then Adele had done Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. So and good. So good, right? Just yeah. funny and nice. Mm-hmm. And so I was scrolling through and was like, oh, One Direction did one. I bet that'll be funny. And so I clicked on it. They are adorable. They're like the cutest bunch of little boys that you ever did see. Mm-hmm. Now I know their names. I've watched their videos. Oh, no. I'm like a fan. And now they're like breaking up. And I'm like, what? They're done? They're done, I man. thought they were well, just taking a break. Well, rumor is it that no, that they're done. And oh, that no. Niall dyed his hair uh, brown or slash stopped letting it be blonde. I don't know who that is. He's the blonde one. From he's the Irish blonde one, the one who was in the front seat with James. Yes. Oh one. man, because it's like a blonde one, and then Harry Styles with the long hair. I feel like I liked hair. him the most. Yeah, yeah. He what was, was his fun- name? He was the funny one, Nile, like N I A L L, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, because right. I know that now. Great. Add that to my list of things in my brain. Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Hello there. Why, greetings. <laughs> this is the All My Movies podcast, and I'm Erin. And I'm Mary. And today we're talking about practical magic. <laughs> is that more ghosty than wizards? Yep, that was ghosty. Uh, Alohomora! Expecto Patronum! Aguamenti! I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. This could just be a podcast where we talk about Harry Potter again. We're here to talk about Practical Magic. Uh, it's This is the 1998 film. I was very interested. So this is streaming on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, it you is. all can watch it. And mm-hmm. I had never seen it before. Disclaimer. I hadn't either. Just like bits on TV. Looking at the movie poster, I really thought this was going to be like a freaky, like witchy movie. Um, because it's like the two of them and they're like serious face and it's kind of dark and there's yeah. candles. And the most movie posters say like, hide your husbands or something like that. Well, she does say that line one time. Yeah. So I really thought it was going to be like creepy. And then on the Netflix description, it says like, a romantic comedy. And I was like, uh, uh, no. Uh, but I didn't feel the comedy in it. Some parts was like lighthearted. But yeah. I definitely also not romantic. The whole thing is the two of them have a cursed mm-hmm. love life. So, but I was very surprised that that's what it was like categorized as. Well, let's play the trailer and see what you think. Yeah. Hang on to your husbands, girl. The Owen sisters are unusual people. Which people would that be? Which people? Witches. Witches. Cursed by a deadly spell. Any man who wins the heart of an Owens woman is bound to end up six feet under. Now, it will take a special kind of magic to keep true love alive. Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Practical Magic. Sisters, I'm doing it. That was your last time. Well, it's coming up again. So I am so glad that Aaron and I are doing this podcast because I would never have learned of the song Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves by the Eurythmics and uh, Aretha Franklin. And I just want to say that pre-recording this, like that's she was just kept singing it and kept singing it and kept singing it and I had to cut her off. I was like, no, one more time. 
Mm-hmm. So this is your one time if you want to do a rendition. I shall allow it. Nope, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> because I'm going to play the real thing here in a, in a second. So, Ugh. friends, this is our first time. We're playing a game. I'm scared. It's going to be great. So this game, Mary called me last night and she was like, so can I give you a trivia game? And I was like, about what? And she's like, I can't, mm, I didn't, I'm not going to say. So I'm really, I honest, Scout's Honor, do not know what's happening. So what are the rules? How many questions? There's five questions. Multiple choice? Yes. It's five questions, multiple choice. Okay. All right, friends. Here we go. It's our first ever game. All right, friends, we're playing. Sisters are doing it for themselves about Sandra and her sister, Gasina. Like her real life her sister? Her real life sister. What the crap? Okay. It kind, all of, right. it kind of works into the movie. All right, all right. So you have to pick which Bullock sister did these things. Which sister attended the University of Virginia? Sister. How about is it, my answer is sister or Sandy? <laughs> You can't say Gasina. <laughs> no, I'm oh. going to say sister. All right. That is correct. Sandra. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Sandra went to East Carolina University in Greenville, North Carolina. So there's, I did a little, like, research after the thing. Oh, good. That's good. Okay. A one for one. Yes. Good job. Way to keep track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which sister owns Walton's Fancy and Staple? I don't even know what that is. It's a bakery. Oh, thank you. Okay, I will go sister? No. (gasps) That is Sandra's Bakery. I think it's in Austin, Texas. Gasina's Bakery is called Gasina Confectionery. Oh, so they both have bakeries? In Montpelier, Vermont. Yes, I I didn't want to, like, give away what she did, but Gasina is a baker. Like, she has five books out. Four cookbooks and one autobiography. Okay. Okay, question number three. You're one for two right now. Question number three. Which sister is older? Sandy. Correct. Good job. <sighs> two for three. Two for three. Oh, I forgot this. Play my to blah. I earned it. You did earn it. Okay. This one is a little different. This is a fill in the blanker. Or, no, just answer the question. What do you call those? <laughs> a question. This is a question. Okay. <laughs> what is the name of the production company Sandra and Gasina started? Um, their production is called Sandy and Sister Production Company. So close. <gasps> it's Fortis Films. Yes, yes. I was going to get that. And they, um, they produced Practical Magic in 1998. Get out of yeah. town. Didn't you see a little Fortis wow. Films? Okay. Uh, and now with... If it's not Bad Robot, I don't care. All right. Okay, and this last question is in, has an audio track with it. Oh my god. So you have to decide if this is Sandy or Sister. And I almost think for me that was the best way to do it. I was just thrown straight into the fire and I, there was no way I could say no. I had to do it. Sister. Correct. I know Sandy's boys. I felt like they're really close though. Really? No way. Oh. Okay, next one. This is not my forte. This is not my in my comfort zone. Sandy! Yay, I Thank think that you. means you win because, oh, I forgot to mention that um, number five with its two parts was worth two points. So oh, I so think I you win. got five, five for five. I don't know. I stopped keeping track after one. Who, who knows um, what your score was, but you totally won. Do I get a cookie? 
Yes. I want the cookie. Yes, you get a cookie. Send me a cookie okay. from Minnesota. So that was our our first game, and I think it went over great. It did. Good job. But yeah, Sandy and her sister started uh, Fortis Films. I think it was in 1995, and they produced some of the some of the good ones, like uh, for sure. Do you count this one as one of the good ones? <laughs> nope, I really couldn't tell you what they did. <laughs> I feel like they did Hope Floats and maybe Miss Congeniality. Oh, Hope Floats and Miss Congeniality too. I'm excited for Hope Floats. Yeah. that'll be a good one. Uh, do you want us to give us your Twitter summary there about this wonderful movie? Yes. And friends, this week I had to use ampersands. There's just a lot going on in this movie. All right, here we go. Sandy and Nicole are sister witches dealing with abusive boyfriend and a curse. He dies two times but still haunts them. Police are on to them now. Ooh. I know, I leave you with a cliffhanger in my Twitter summary. I thought this was a very interesting movie. Again, I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked it just because it's kind of like a terrible 90s movie. It was, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It was kind of all over the place. Yeah. It was happy and crazy and funny and stupid and mm-hmm. scary. And, but like the people who are in it, I mean, this is like Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock yeah. and Stocker Channing. And so like good, like well-known people. And it just was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So. My Ooh. initial reaction was somewhere along the lines of, what? <laughs> but I agree with you. It, like, it's kind of, would you say, genre-bending? Because, like, it's got that fantasy where they're yeah. witches. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not, like, horror or... No, but it does have, like, um, what do you call it? Like, thriller. Like, thriller, like, you don't know what's going to happen. It's not, like, yeah. a horror movie, but, like, dramatic or thriller. I don't know. And then yeah. it also has, um, like, it does deal with... Some subjects like abuse and abusive relationships, to some extent. Yeah. Not... I don't know if it really deals with it. I'll just, like, mentions it. I don't right. Know it, but it, it, show, is, it shows it. Yeah, and how to handle it is to murder people. So, I right. just... Um, <laughs> I feel like it was two different movies. How about that? Like, it is, like, the thing with the boyfriend and the, and and the then a, cop and the investigation and the creepy bloke in the spirit world and then it's like this cute one about like these two sister witches and their family has a love curse and they cannot find love and like I feel like it has a chance to be like this kind of sweet and like the town thinks that they're witches you know what I mean like it kind of has like this sweet side to it Mm -hmm. and then this like kind of creepy dark side to it yeah and I feel like they just kind of mashed them together and they never really gelled no, it doesn't. Yeah. It it doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. So I think there there could have been two different movies, but they're just one movie. Yeah. Or when was this movie released? Yes. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you. So this was October sixteenth, nineteen ninety eight. So Halloween time. I mean, the play into that. So opening weekend, it made thirteen million dollars, and it was top of the box office. Whoa. So I know the new new movie was number one. Yeah. Um, overall domestic gross, it made forty six million. Oh wow. Um, there's a few movies out this week, but none that I had ever heard of, except for the second movie of the week, which was Bride of Chucky, which made 11 Ooh. million. So. That one is a scary movie. That. Yeah. Um, what was, do you know the budget on this one? I think, I think, I feel like this is our most expensive one. 75 million. Yeah, it is. I've stopped writing That's, them down, but most of them have been uh, 40. <laughs> I know. Yeah, a lot of them were 40, and this was 75. Man. Which which then, so they, because Domestic made 46. Oh, no. That's crazy. That's a ton of millions of dollars. Yeah. 
Um, that's, Whoa, that's, buddy. I, wonder, I just don't understand what costs so much money. I mean, there was like a little bit of special effects. All the frogs. It was all the yeah. frogs. All the frogs. And then Ghost the Jimmy. He was Yeah, weird. but I feel like in 1998, like, it, it wasn't, like, a lot of ghosts, Jimmy. Like, it really was just, like, that one scene. Right. And he was just kind of, like, grayed out. Yeah. I don't really know. And something was up with his eyes. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, special effects. But then they did have big names. Yeah, the big names. And maybe had to rent the whole town out and... And hire all those bikers. So, in the realms of Sandy's career... So, 98, yeah. she'd already done, like, quite a bit of stuff. She'd already done Speed <laughs> and Speed 2. <laughs> <laughs> She'd already done uh, Hope Floats, um, yeah. and then this was pre pre Forces of Nature, pre Twenty Eight Days, pre all that stuff. So, um, okay, yeah, because so, that was two thousand. Yeah. yeah, I feel like so she was still pretty well known. Um, already done while you were sleeping. Yeah, all that good stuff, and then just interesting. So like Nicole Kidman, I think we think of her as like a very obviously big movie star. Uh, she had done a few things too. She had done like Batman Forever, Doctor mm-hmm. Chase Meridian. She'd already done that. Um, and just a few years before Moulin Rouge. So, um, Moulin Rouge came after this. So So that's really, like, the only Nicole Kidman movie I know is Moulin Rouge. Like, I haven't seen a bunch of her stuff. Uh, what about Australia? Isn't, wasn't she in that? Oh, yes, love Australia. That's Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Isn't that, isn't that what, um, the movie that we were watching when you said that Hugh Jackman really wears a pair of pants? Or something like that. Like, he makes <laughs> pants look really good. Isn't that what no, you said? No, that was X-Men Origins Wolverine. Really? Oh, no, I, did I? It was Did Australia. I just say it again? It was totally Australia because we were at Maggie's studio apartment. And we, we okay. made Stromboli and watched Australia. And you were like, he makes pants look good. <laughs> yes. You did. You said it. Don't take it back. Mm-hmm. It's true. We've mentioned Hugh Jackman twice now. So he could be our next one. He could be our next <laughs> one. All right. So let's get to this one. Mm-hmm. So this one starts out with a curse. We've heard the tale since we were young. No. Sorry, that's Rigoletto. No, no we're so not. The song's the curse. So it starts in Massachusetts, Salem Witch Trials, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the answer telling the two little girls um, about, like, their ancestor, uh, mm-hmm. Aunt Maria, or Marie, who was the first witch. And um, they were, she was at, she was being hanged, obviously, mm-hmm. for powers. She doesn't get hanged. She escapes. She, like, flies or jumps down and breaks the noose yeah. and runs away. And, and she was There's pregnant. There's a first special effect. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Even though you don't really see anything, you just see her jump. Right. <laughs> so then they say that she was, she went to this island where she was pregnant and she was waiting for the father to come, which we never yeah. see anything about Her the lover. father, yeah. lover, or whatever, like that. Um, and so as she waited, she just got more and more sad and then decided that, she never wanted to feel the agony of love and accidentally kind of put a curse on herself and all the other Owens women. Right? Don't you think she didn't mean to do it? Because I feel like at the beginning they say something about, like, she never wanted to feel love again, but I don't think she meant it to go on for, like, generations. Yeah, probably not. She never wanted to feel the pain of love again, yeah. I think is what they said. Yep. And You'd think no, but maybe not. Maybe she felt like protecting everyone. Uh, I don't know. So... And then it says, like, she settled on this island. So, in my mind, I think that they're, they're still in Massachusetts somewhere. And so, that's the, the curse. And, um, and it's kind of trickled down through the lines that any man that the Owens woman loves or marries, that he will die. No, it's loves. Like, loves? It's, a, it's loves. It's just loves, not marries. Marries is not a quanti- 
viable. I don't think so. Okay, loves. Anyone that a Owens woman loves will end up six feet under. Will end up six feet under. And, and they'll know it by the chirping of the beetle or something. Yes, the death beetle. The death the beetle. Death beetle makes a noise and that is yeah. it. And so we see, we meet uh, Sandra, who is uh, Sally Owens, and yep. then Nicole, her sister, who is Jilly? Jillian? Jilly? Jillian. Jillian. And they're little girls, and they're, they're father dies we don't know how but the mom hears mm-hmm. the here's the death beetle and then she dies of a broken heart so the two yes. little girls have to go live with their aunts who are also witches mm-hmm. and um and they're they're the classic like sweet kind of crazy witchy aunts and yes. um they're very funny so one is one is stalker channing who was like mm-hmm. rizzo in greece yep and then the other one is diane weist or mm-hmm. yeah something like right. that yeah. And she later she appears in Dan in real life as the mother. Yeah. Don't you think she kind of looks like an older Renee Zellweger? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally. Yeah. One hundred percent. So yeah. So the girls move in with the ants, and they kind of start learning magic. And yeah, I think we need to preface the whole movie here is that I hope you're eating chocolate because that's like all they eat in this thing. She's like, for breakfast. when they move in, they're like, we have chocolate for breakfast. We don't brush our teeth and we, who cares about homework? And yeah. Let's just have fun. They're very carefree, <laughs> fun aunts. You know, obviously they're yeah. not married because they're in love because their husbands would die. So they're, they're yeah. wi- widow sp- or spinsters. Yep. And uh, they have a cat. Definitely practices Ooh, magic. Cat. <laughs> so the ants are totally practicing witchcraft. And, yep. Or the craft, as it's sometimes referred to. And we see this one woman come in from the town. And she was like, I love him. Like, he'll never leave his wife. I need a spell to make him love me forever. Or something. Like, love it so yeah. he can't stand it. And so, like, the ants are opening up the spell book. And they're like, they're kind of like, are you sure? Do you know what you want? Like, I mean, they're they're not trying to, like, trick her or anything like that. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is what I want. And so the one ant gets a bird and then gives this, like, long pointy needle to the woman, and then the woman says, yeah, I want him to love me so he can't stand it, and then he, she kills the bird. The two girls are spying from the staircase. Yeah. And then the two of them leave after seeing that and seeing this woman, like, crying and, like, being so crazy in love. Mm-hmm. And they go kind of into, like, the greenhouse area or something of the house where all the plants and spell books are. Yeah. And Sandra kind of makes a spell, and so we see her... Um, like saying, oh, he'll be the best pancake flipper and he'll have one green eye and one blue eye. And she's kind of mm-hmm. making this little spell and making it up of this like perfect man. And uh, to be her one true love. To be her one true love. And then Nicole is like, what are you doing? Like that man is impossible. Like that man doesn't exist. And Sandra's like, I know that way if I, if the man that I love doesn't exist, I'll never fall in love. Yep. And so that was kind of her response to it. And Nicole was like, I can't wait to fall in love. Like, you're crazy. And so mm-hmm. that's um, that's them. Okay, so then you cut to Nicole come running out. I think they're on a balcony. Yes. And Sandy's like, are you sure you want to do this? And she's like, yeah, I love him. He loves me. So she's running off with her boy. And then they do, what do you call that, like a pact? I don't know. Blood oath. A blood oath. A blood oath. But before she leaves, Sandy's concerned, like, I'm never going to see you again. Like, you're just taking off. Like, what's going to bring you back here? Uh, Nicole cuts her hand, and then Sandy cuts her hand, and then they, do they say something when they do the blood bond? I think they just, I think they said, your blood, my blood, our blood. There we go. That's what it is. Do a little hands thing, and then off she goes. 
I don't want to do a blood pact with you. No, I think we're good. <laughs> okay, so good. I'm glad then, we got that cleared up. Yeah. I feel like the next, is the next thing we see. Is, um, is Sandra in the town with the ants? Yes, is Sandra going through town with the ants? Um, like, and Sandra, she just wants to be normal. That's her thing. Which, again, I wonder why. I wonder if it's just because the kids were making fun of her and, like, she never fit in. Because, like, they're walking through town and people are, like, staring them down. Well, the and, like, ants are wearing, like, 1800s cl- dresses that are, like, floor length and crazy hats and parasols. It's not helping yeah, their case. I know. But they're sweet. And, like, the one ant, um, Diane is just, like, hi, hello, yeah. and the other is like, stop it, just give it up, no one's yeah. ever going to talk to us, uh, so it is kind of funny, so they walk through, and like, they obviously, oh, they have a postcard from, from Nicole, and it's like, she's in yes. Orlando, obviously with some different guy, like, some time has passed, mm-hmm. and there, she just, a man-eater, just going through, yeah. um, and so obviously Sandra's like, really sad, and she even like, walks past a tree, and like, all the leaves kind of come down, and I feel like that was her <laughs> sadness. You know, like when, when Ron makes form? it snow yeah. uh, in the Hogwarts castle. Right. So anyway, so they walk by and the ants, you know, they just want her to be happy. They walk by a produce boy and who's like, it's kind of weird. Like I couldn't tell what was happening at first because he was just like staring at the ant. No, Sandy looked at him first. Sandy and him had a connection and then the aunt just saw it. So they go back to the house and the ants are like in the house and Sandy's like outside gardening and then like. All of a sudden, like in the buildup of this moment, you hear the melodic strains of this kiss yes, by Faith Hill. I love that song. So good. It's so cute. But I totally thought it was like the only movie it was in was Runaway Bride. Oh, really? I thought like the movie owned the song. Oh, I don't know why, don't but I'd never heard so. it in any other thing. Well, but I love it. it. Yeah, it's a good song. So then all of a sudden, Sandy just stands up. Yeah. And she just starts running. Mm-hmm. She's just running, running, running. Back into town, and she looks up, and there's the yeah. produce guy, who also kind of has this look in his eye, and he stops yeah. moving his produce wagon, and runs to her, and they just make out in the street. Yeah. Did you notice that, like, a herd of dogs is following Sandy? Yes! That was yeah. weird to me. I was like, why did the dogs start following her? Are they also in heat or something? I don't know. So, yeah, Sandy gets married, like, yeah, shortly it's like thereafter. A- Flash forward, and she's got yeah. two kids, and... You hear it. She writes a letter to Nicole, and that's yeah. when you hear it. She's like, yeah, I'm married now. I have two little daughters. So and happy. And they were really cute, all super dancing around. Cute. And, and, of course, she has one redhead and one yes. brunette, just like oh, her Nicole. I've decided that, obviously, me and my sister are witches because <laughs> I'm a redhead and my sister is a brunette. So they're very happy together. And one uh, night laying in bed, what does Sandra hear? But chirp, the chirp. death beetle. Chirp, chirp. And, uh, okay, so if you know that your family has this curse on it, mm-hmm. and that when the death beetle, your husband will die, don't you think you would not leave his side that day? Instead of instead of yeah. Sandra's take, which was let him go to work, and then I'm going to go try to kill the beetle. Right. I feel like I would have just been like, let's just, I'm a witch who's very powerful. I'll just stay mm-hmm. with you and stop a truck from hitting you, which is what happens. Yeah. So Sandy takes her two little girls, and now she's back living with the aunts. And obviously, yeah. she it's a little bit of a, she's very sad. She's a little depressed. It's a little hope floaty yeah. when she's just in bed. Yeah, totally. Um, but we do see a little bit of what Nicole has been up to. Mary, do you want to tell us? Yeah. Nicole's living it up. She's now in Arizona, and, like, in one of her, like, letter voiceovers, she's like, I love it here. Like, I'm with all these people. And you just see her, like, dancing. 
Um, and then at, by poolside. And then she's fallen in love with um, this real smooth guy named Jimmy Angelov. He's just, he kind of, they kind of start portraying him as creepy. He's like, Super. I think he's Bulgarian. I think that's what she said, because he lives near Transylvania. Yeah, and, like, they kind of almost make it sound like he's a vampire at times. Like, we're going to be in love for centuries. But basically she drugs him to get any sleep and to, like, do anything on her own. So it's just the start of the abusive relationship. I feel like there's something creepy about him. Like, I don't think he's a normal dude. And I kind of wish they would have said that. Like, obviously, if witches exist, why can't vampires exist in this universe? Mm -hmm. Because later on when, like, creepy stuff happens... I feel like it's because he's a vampire, not because they brought him back to life. I don't know, though. Nicole calls asking for help because um, Jimmy punched her that day. Is that the only reason? Like, she just wants to get out. Like, they've been building, and it kind of escalates to I feel like, like she realized violence. she was in a bad situation, yeah. finally. So Sandy, to the rescue, man. So she shows up. Nicole has a bruise on her face. They grab her. They get mm-hmm. into the car. But Jimmy's in the back seat mm-hmm. and grabs her and pulls her in the back seat and Sandy comes over and he's like, drive. So basically he's kind of kidnapped them. Yeah. And the two are kind of, Sandy and Nicole are kind of having like a mental conversation back yes, and forth. Yes, through the mirror. Yeah. And Sandy figures out that she's got that, the drug that made him pass out in the front seat in her bag. So she gets that and she somehow gets his whiskey bottle and then pours some of that into it. And then goes back to him and stuff. And then he goes crazy and starts, like, punching Nicole. And so Sandra, like, jumps into the backseat and tries to rip him off. But so finally he, like, stops moving. And like, oh, phew, he's passed out. (gasps) But he's not. He's dead. Mm -hmm. And so Sandy immediately does the sensible thing. And it was like, we need to call the police. It was self-defense. Yeah. There's, we're good. And Nicole's like, of course not. We're not good. How, you know, we've been slowly, I've been slowly poisoning him for however many months. Like, we're not going to get away with this. They decide to drive from Phoenix to Massachusetts, like, in a day. I'm sorry. It's a little, I don't know about that. In his car, they're they're not, they're not great, um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, murderers. And so, yeah, so they drive all the way, and they're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they decide that the best thing to do is to bring him back to life. Yeah, when Sandy's husband died, she, like, storms into her aunt's house and, like, it was the curse, wasn't it? And then she, like, demands for them to bring him back to life, and the aunt say no, because if you bring something back to life, it becomes dark and, like, un... Well, it's obviously unnatural, but it becomes, like, dark and evil. So she accepts that, but then they're like, oh, let's bring back this terrible person so that way he's not dead. Yeah, so Sandy's Um. like, we can do it, but he's going to come back worse than before. And Nicole's like, well, he's already terrible. Yeah, I feel like Sandy definitely did not want to do it, but Nicole's like, what else are we going to do? We can't have this dead body. Right. So they bring him back with this weird curse, and it totally works, and he wakes up. And the first thing he does is attack Nicole mm-hmm. and choke her. What is he her. saying? Like, I want He's you to be saying, my wife? I want, yeah, I want to be with you. I want you to be my wife. And, yeah, that's but a great choking way to go about her. it. Yeah. Chokes, killer. Yeah. So then Sandra, of course, grabs a skillet and yeah. a couple of whacks on iron. the back of the head. And he's dead again. Mm-hmm. So let's go dig up the yard. Again, why would you, in the backyard, I'm sorry, there's big trees and woods. At least go there. Why go right in the front? yard i don't know um and we also should mention that the ants and the two girls are gone they're like at a solstice festival oh, yes. or something like that so they're not around so they don't know what's going on so they bury jimmy uh in the backyard mm-hmm. and uh, they're like okay we're done that's it we just won't ever talk about this ever again until midnight margaritas yes 
So the aunts bewitch their blender and <laughs> whip up some margaritas. And um, it's funny because it looks like they're doing like some kind of spell. Yeah, it totally and does. It's but it's just margaritas. And then um, Sandy and Nicole are like, oh, midnight margaritas. And they head downstairs. And then they just dance around and they sing along with mm-hmm. you put the lime in the coconut. Mix yeah, it they all have up. A good old, they have a good old time. Yep. And then sit around the table taking shots. Yep. And just laughing it up. The aunts start singing a song that was like the last thing they'd heard come from Jimmy. <gasps> yes, they start. Yeah, because he was singing the song that was on the oh, always on my mind. Yeah, and then the aunts start singing it, and then Sandra and Nicole are just like, "What the what?" Mm-hmm. And they, they look at the out. bottle of rum, and mm-hmm. it's Jimmy's brand. Yeah, and so they freak out and they threw the bottle in the sink, and obviously the ants are like what are you not telling us? Like, clearly mm-hmm. something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, we took care of it. Don't worry about it or mm-hmm. something like that. And then the ants are immediately like, okay. And then they go upstairs and like, we, we're leaving. They have to figure it figure it out on their own. Like, they kind of like abandoned them. Like, they clearly know something is wrong. Yep. Yeah, kind of like deal with your own problems. You're adults now a little bit. So they leave and then... Uh, who comes on the scene, Mary? Police on the scene. It's uh, Gary Hallett. Hallett. I forget his name now. I thought it was Alan, so whatever. <laughs> Gary shows up um, and questions them. And mm-hmm. you know whose car is still sitting out in their driveway? Such bad murderers. Yes. Come on, girl. Jimmy's car is still on the driveway. Um, so he questions them. And yeah. he's like, other, and tells them that other girls have been like murdered by him. And, yeah, and, that's why yeah. they're looking for Jimmy is like to yeah. arrest him for this other murder. Sandra kind of blab, starts blabbing. Yeah, because there's something in her that she like, there's some kind of like attraction to him. Yeah, and she says she can't lie to him. So he clearly knows something is up mm-hmm. and he's like talking to the entire town about them. And, you know, they're saying like, well... I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying that they killed him, but I wouldn't be surprised if they shook his hand and then he ended up dead or something yeah, like the that. the townsfolk are kind of yeah. like still on the witch thing, witch hunt. Yeah, and then so he comes over for breakfast and you know what, Mary? He can flip pancakes. Ooh. Right. For careful listeners, you will remember that this was one of the traits that Sandra wrote down in her little notebook of her perfect man that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. He just, he realizes, I think, that they've killed Jimmy. At some point during the day, he's like, you have killed him. A frog coughs up the ring. It's very strange. Yeah, there's a lot of frogs. So there's a lot of frogs. frogs wherever Jimmy was, in the grave and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so this frog coughs up this ring that was Jimmy's. And so he, the detective knows that and then is like, you guys need to get a lawyer and start telling the truth. Sandra decides that she's going to confess, basically. Mm-hmm. And so she goes to his hotel room and she's kind of saying like, um, you know, if I did kill him, what would happen, basically? Mm-hmm. Like, if I confess to you, what's going to happen to my girls and da 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 And then we see, and she saw this before, but he has this letter that she wrote to her sister, yeah. which we're not 100% sure how he has that, but the detective has this letter. Yeah. And it's a very sweet, like, deep letter about Sandra talking about wanting to be loved, and she looks up at the moon, and she just feels empty, and, and she's waiting for someone to, like, fill that space in her heart. She says, why do you have my letter? And he was like, it's part of the investigation. And she's like, what in my letter has anything to do with this? And, um, and then they just start kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Intensely, intense kissing, intense kissing. And that's when she notices his eyes. And then she kind of darts because it's one green, one blue. He flips pancakes, one green, one blue. So she runs out, and as she's leaving, she hears the sister bond, like, 
in her mind that Nicole is in trouble. Yep. So she leaves and runs home. And then Nicole is upstairs and the, the girls are crying. Mm-hmm. And she's basically being possessed by Jimmy. But then apparently the cop followed her and she's, he's right there with her. And then we see Nicole lying on the bed writhing. And then all of a sudden spirit dead Jimmy like pops out of yeah. her. Basically it takes form. Mm-hmm. Um, which is creepy. And then he... Um, have has everyone seen Once Upon a Time? <laughs> it's very similar yes. to the uh, scene where like the evil queen reaches in and grabs someone's heart. <gasps> yes, like mm-hmm. Jimmy does that to Gary, mm-hmm. um, but he is stopped by the <gasps> star badge because right. sh- I don't know. Do cops ha- always have star badges, or a sheriff? I don't know. Sheriff? I don't know. I feel like it's weird that the detective had the star badge, yeah. but Tar- maybe I whatever. This is Arizona. Maybe they whatever ninety eight. Um, so, like, Gary realizes that this hurts him, similar to Harry realizing that touching Voldemort in book one. Yeah, exactly. It was very much like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so he takes a star and it's reflective and he just, like, points it at Jimmy's ghost thing and then he just kind of dissipates into a cloud and disappears. Yes. Yeah. So he saves the Uh, girls for now. mm -hmm. Because later then they're in the garden talking and... But then they start having, like, this romantic moment, and mm-hmm. he kind of talks about, like, how he's, like, attracted to her, and he just doesn't know why he's here, and it wasn't just to find Jimmy, it was to find you because of this letter. Like, I had to see you, and I don't know why. Yeah. And so she explains to him that when she was a little girl, she cast this spell for the perfect man that didn't exist, so mm-hmm. she would never fall in love, and he, he's kind of crushed. His reply, I think I wrote it down, is, like, Curses only have power when you believe in them, and I don't. The ants come back. The ants come back uh, just in time. Yes. Because Jimmy's not quite gone, nope. apparently. Nope. He has taken up residence back in Nicole. Mm-hmm. So the ants are like, let's do kind of the seance exorcism. Seance exorcism. Yep. And they're like, well, we need nine. Oh, it's better with 12. And then she looks at Sam and she's like, do you got any friends? And so they make a potion, and they're all getting together, and they're all having a good time, yep. and then... And then they walk into the room, and then, like, there's Nicole, like, yeah, writhing or whatever. Yeah, really creepily. And, mm-hmm. and they light all the candles, and then um, they have this perimeter of brooms around her. Mm-hmm. And anyways, they do some chanting, and they do some stuff, and um, some witch magic. Yep. And, and then there's flashbacks and dramatic hand-holding. And lots of hand-holding. She's all right. My blood, your blood, our blood. Yeah. They sweep. They sweep the ashes of Jimmy out into the yard, and then they dump that tomato soup on him. Yeah, the, the witch's brew yeah. all over his grave, like so soup. that was fun. Flash forward a little. She's, like, cutting down all the roses still and burning the roses from the trellis, mm-hmm. and she gets a letter from Gary saying, basically, Jimmy's death was is ruled accidental. Basically, oh, yeah, it's an official letter. Kind of official saying, like, his, his ring was found in a fire at some building when yeah. like, we know it wasn't. We know it was in that frog. <laughs> so he probably maybe did some fudging of yeah. the, the rules. The reports. Nicole says something to her like, "Go, what wouldn't I do to get him? So go out there and get him. Mm-hmm. And going out there and getting him means looking at a leaf and then releasing it into the sky. Yes. <laughs> and then he's having so, a sleepless night and he feels it yeah. and then he leaves the he next feels day it. or something. I don't even yeah. know. And, who, whatever. and then, Anyways, they end up together. Yeah. And then it's basically. Halloween and apparently Yay. the Owens sister witches, they all... Um, they dress in black, they wear really awesome yeah. striped socks, they grab an umbrella, yep. and they jump off the roof of their house, and they jump land the very nicely. In the front yard. Yep. As the whole town cheers. Yes, whole town basically. cheers. So now it's the, kind of like, 
they've embraced. They're like the heroes. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, because I think when all the women came over and really saw them yeah. and got to know them, because one of them must have been a Jimmy. classmate of Sandy's, because she's like, I've always wanted to see inside your house. Like that's the oh, only yeah. reason why I'm here. Yeah, that's I'm funny. Like, oh, yeah, you're so cool. now now they've they're accepted. They're part of the group. Everybody yeah. happy basically. Yep. Sandra's with Gary. Two girls. Mm-hmm. Nicole's there. All good stuff. Yep. I just feel this movie would have been good. A two. Good separate movies instead of one mishmash, crazy, weird, froggy movie. Yeah. Like, with, I don't know. like, it didn't do a good job of, like, melding the dark and the light moments. No. It was like, very dark. They laugh a lot before like, they go into the seance exorcism, which is very serious. So it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the stuff in the car with Jimmy, like, is creepy. Yeah, totally. And that's, like, like within creepy. the first 20 minutes, I want to say. Yeah, and we skipped over this part, but, like, yeah, he, he does try to brand her with a ring. So, yeah. I mean, it is That's his, uh, what do you call it? That's his M.O.? Like, his M.O. Uh, Gary his mentions signature. that later in, in the like investigation. Like, the wet bandits who fled the house in Home Alone. That's their calling exactly. card. So, I think I'm going to give it two croaking frogs. Uh, again, I feel like it would have been better as two separate movies, and it was just kind of all over the place. Some of it is based on a book, and some of the reviews mm-hmm. that I was reading saying that the book is much better. So it would be interesting to read the book. I'm probably not going to read the book, though. What about you? What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it one and a half stripy socks. Um, just because I felt like after watching it one time, I still didn't really get it. You know, like, I put it on in the background while I was doing some laundry just so I would be like, yeah. I just don't quite understand. And, like, I totally missed a bunch of stuff. Like, Erin, you caught all kinds of things that I didn't catch. And I'm like, oh, whoops. I'm a very perceptive viewer. Yeah. And I typically I just think maybe am, too, the, like, with details. Like, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I just feel like maybe the point the point of the movie or the overarching theme kind of is just, like, sister power. Like, basically. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it is. Like, that would probably be the A storyline. It's just, like, these sisters, they're together, they're connected. And basically, we can do anything together. And I kind of got that a little bit during the seance banishment part. Yeah. Like, when all the women, like, had united and their voices were together and they were, like, strong and could get rid of this, mm-hmm. basically. And I feel like the B plot is kind of, like, Sandra finding love and, like, overcoming this curse. Even though I'm giving it one and a half stars, like, it's not because Sandra did a bad job. Like, like totally, like, believable in that character. Like, showed good emotion, like... I think she did a great job with the part. Just, like, not, I don't know, not a story I would be drawn to, typically. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's not a great movie, but she did do a good job. Like, yeah. she was convincing. I feel like she. it was kind of her same part. Maybe not as lonely. I think she's lonely more towards the end. But Yeah, she goes through, like, um, phases of loneliness, I think. Yeah. Well, I think she was kind of an outcast, too, yeah. until she got married. Which, by the way, her first husband... The grocer or whatever, so much cuter than the detective. True. Sorry, Gary. Yeah, it's the guy from Royal Pains. Like, he later goes who on. I don't, who I feel like is not cute in Royal Pains, but he's cute yeah. in this because he's young. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, she was good, and she was funny mm-hmm. and, and sad and strong and tough. And yeah. so it was a good character. I just think it was the script and the movie was just too all over the place. Mm-hmm. So now you've heard what we yep. think. So now we're going to give you some reviews from Amazon. Mary, do you want to do five or I one star? I think I'll do one star since I was okay. one and a half stars. Okay. I will do this one. This is from C. Weldon uh, on February 17th, 2001. The title is Bewitching. 
is a five-star review. <clears throat> Start with a cauldron of boiling water. Add a handful of the best script pages ever written. Stir in some incredible dialogue. Add a pinch of romantic charm and a dash of witty self-confidence. Throw in a strange tale of death and resurrection. Bring it to a simmer and pour in two witty, fun, and tenacious actresses. Diane Weist and Stockard, how could anyone not love her Channing, a hot detective, and two of Hollywood's sexiest sirens, and let simmer for an hour and 45 minutes. You will come out with a dish that deserves to be names, deserves to be names, the most charming and endearing romantic, no, but it says names. Oh, I'm reading as written. As written. To be names, the most charming and endearing romantic comedy ever. It is not a comedy. Mm. Nor romantic. Just maybe a little bit. (laughs) Not to mention that it's about witches. I love this movie. I will always love this movie. Must see. Must own. Can I mention that that one hour and 45 minutes felt like forever? (laughs) It did seem long. It felt like a long movie. That's my ad okay, to give the us comments. the one star. Okay, here we go. I hated this movie by Danielle on October 13, 2013. <laughs> this has got to be the worst movie with Sandra Bullock in I have ever seen. The pace was so slow. It was dull and boring, and if you took out all the cheesy or just plain annoying scenes, the actual plot, which was not that interesting in and of itself, would have taken a good 10 minutes to film. <laughs> oh, don't waste your time with this one unless you have the mentality of a gnat. This movie was in no way intellectually stimulating, entertaining, funny, heartwarming, nor was it a feel-good film. Ouch. I feel like some of those, kind of true, yep. what she said. but I felt like, okay. do I have the whatever ability of a gnat? Like, maybe, maybe not. Mentality of a gnat? Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, yeah. I, I will say, it. like, I can see maybe if you... Had seen this movie growing up, or yeah, it could like kind of be like a culty, a culty classic yeah, or totally. something like that. Just like '90s craziness. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I could maybe I could get on board if people say that they like this movie. Uh, now it's time, Mary. You want to do a little fashion? Lots of good '90s fashion, late yes. '90s fashion. So here. most of my notes on this movie are all fashion. So I will kind of spare you and just kind of gloss over things. So it was very '90s. Like, oh, but there's one part I do need to comment on. So oh, in what? the '90s. She's wearing a tight sweater, guys. She's not wearing a loose-fitting sweater. She couldn't pull a present out of that sweater sleeve. I know. So I feel like maybe it was more mid-90s was the bulk, right? And now this is later 90s? Yeah, maybe. So now we're getting more to the tight and the Mm -hmm. shorts. And a lot of, um, I don't want to steal your thunder. No, go ahead. A lot of, like, nighty dresses, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, That was big then. Lingerie-ish and then some sundresses, too. Yeah, like baby doll dresses. Um, Really, like, long hair was, like, the key factor in being a witch, I think, because, like, the aunts had long hair. I think so. And then Nicole yeah. and Sandy both had longer hair. And the, or their, her daughters had longer hair, too. Yeah. Um, yep. She was big on the braids. Um, mm-hmm. One of my uh, gripes with this movie is, like, in the beginning, Sandra has bangs. And then towards the end, she kind of just, like, her hair changes, and it's, like, wavy and down. Like, before it was, yeah. like, kind of straight. But now it's wavy, and her bangs are grown out. Like, how long did it take to film this movie? <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe she's got... It's like Harry Potter where he can make his hair grow after a bad haircut. Oh, maybe. She's like, oh, I want to try curly for a while. That could be. And then I feel like this is the most important piece. One of the daughters was wearing plaid overalls. um, And back in 98, I also had some plaid overalls. So there you go. (laughs) Fashion report. 
Nice. I don't know if it's like this where you live, but in my neck of the woods, people are really into essential oils. And I feel like this movie is really ahead of its time because I feel like that's <laughs> what Sandy was selling in her shop was essential oils. I think so. I and think lo- so. Yeah. So just ahead of her yeah. time, that Sandy. Right? I think so. And then one other point that I want to make, because we are both God-fearing women. Mm-hmm. Sandra does tell the detective that the devil has nothing to do with yes. this. They're in their little she green does house say that. and she tells them. Yeah. yeah, she says there's no devil in the craft. Yeah. So just take heart of that. Although all the creepy stuff with the, like, Jimmy, posi- it yeah. was kind of creepy. Very creepy. I didn't really like, like that. Like, I've yeah. never seen The Exorcist or whatever the movie is called. I don't want but to. No, I don't want to I feel like that's that what this was. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a G, a baby G version of it. This was rated PG-13, friends. There's some violence, intense thematic elements, and sensuality. So I feel like... Uh, the sensuality part was just all Nicole Kidman and her body language. <laughs> she was. She was very wearing very skimpy. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say it's tight, like, but it was very, yeah. Yeah, kind of lingerie-y Clingy. Clingy. Yeah. And then, like, just the way she would, like, her body language and, like, even how she would talk to her sister. I'm like, why are you laying down like that? Like, what are you doing? Because she was, like, laying on her side with her hand on her hip and, like, what? Now... Mary, as a girl who does not have a sister, talking to a girl who does have a sister, mm-hmm. is that what sisters are like? You can just lay in bed and giggle and with a sheet over your head. Um, is that real life sister? I have never done this with my sister. Mm-hmm. Giggled, mm-hmm. sure, but <laughs> not that. Okay. So you don't it seemed weird. Like very touchy-feely house. family. And maybe like my family hugs, but we don't, you know, right. not, not to the extent that. I guess, I mean, we don't have a blood bond either, so. You don't have a blood bond. Maybe you and Meg should work Maybe on that. Maybe we should. Do a little blood bonding. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can't be witches because Pete. Oh, right. We have a brother. Sorry. Never mind. This takes everything. Never mind. I can't. <laughs> it's not happening. Not happening. And my hair's turning brown <laughs> anyway, so it's all right. Oh. My hair's. I was blonde as a kid. I was blonde when I was a kid. Name that movie. <laughs> Baby mama, I'm clean, I'm clean. (laughs) I sometimes still think I'm a blonde. Like, I really, I know I have brown hair. I get it. But, like, sometimes I kind of just think I'm a blonde. Mm -hmm. Or, like, if you asked me what color my hair was, I was like, oh, like, dirty blonde. It is brown. (laughs) Do you think my hair has fallen into auburn yet? Because that's, like, Anne of Green Gables' dream. Like, she's a redhead. (gasps) Oh, I just want to grow up and have auburn Locks or whatever it is. Well, she wanted raven black hair well, for a while. Yeah. And, and dyed then, it green. And then she yeah. got over it. Oh, God, so funny. Did you see they're, like, remaking it for, ca- for like, Canadian television? I did Like, see not that. America. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be good. I did like, I do like Anna Green Gables. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. So today, um, we found, like, we were going to go interview this woman. Mm-hmm. And, but her kid had croup. Which isn't that what the little yeah, girl has in Anne of Green totally. Gables that she comes the, over and saves with the, the, the cat? cat. <laughs> I don't think they're supposed to do that anymore. Probably not. Because doesn't that make you vomit? I, I, the yeah. cat does, yeah. I think so. Like, it's, it clears out all the phlegm. Yeah. It's I an expectorant like. then. Expectorant. I've got my expectorant. sinus problems. But anyways, I made that reference. Like, what is this? Anne of Green Gables? Are we on Prince Edward Island? And then the girl I was talking to was just like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Like, no, come on. And then I explained the whole thing. Diana and the sister was sick. And the I forget what the girl's name is who was helpless. And Anne was like, just go boil some water. <laughs> the maid. Or the nanny. Mary Ellen or whatever it was. Yeah. Yep. So that's funny. 
Good old Anne of Green Gables. Mm-hmm. One day I shall go to Prince Edward Island and it'll be magical. There's a musical. <gasps> yeah, there's an Anne of Green Gables musical. We should go together. That wow. should be our thing. Right. Do you want that to be our thing? That we went to a musical No, that we go to Prince Edward Island together. Oh, instead of London? Yeah. Yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah. Well, we've already gone to Florida together. Are we going again? Probably. (laughs) I gotta save my money. (laughs) I'm saving my money for my 30 trip. Right, I know. So it can be your 32 trip or something. Okay. (laughs) Although I did get that coupon in the mail. $125 off. Florida. The whole state. (laughs) Wow. Sunshine yeah. states. Yeah. It does look okay. Good. Okay. Well, is there anything else you would like to say about Practical Magic? I would like to say that, unlike Mary Poppins, it is not practically perfect in every way. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at allmymoviespodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at allmymoviesshow. We're on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll leave you with these final thoughts straight from the movie poster. Mm-hmm. Prepare to come under their spell. Ooh, yeah. Now that's ghosts. What is, what's the witch noise? Oh, yeah, you could cackle. Like, double, double, toil and trouble. <laughs> Literally cackle. I don't want to cackle. Ooh. I don't know. Werewolf vomits boss. Spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. <laughs> men becoming wolves. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show. <laughs>